Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. If your voice was too smooth, I'm going to be honest, it would be a Shamar more slippery path. Sure. <laughs> a lot of front-facing videos where you're sort of stroking your chin. <laughs> Wearing top hats in my house for some reason. Why are you shirtless with a top hat, Shamar Moore? Pick one. Is this a formal event or a beach day? You tell me. I didn't know they made deep W neck shirts. Where the hell did you find that? Oh, my God. Scary shirt. <laughs> it's a scary shirt. And also, I'm horny. Why am I both scared and horny? Shamar it's Moore. Primal. It's primal. It's primal. It's hard to fight. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another amazing, exceptional, devastating episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep into the world of black conspiracy theories and we find out where Beyonce is hiding the body of Sasha Fierce. Bring back our girl, Beyonce. It's enough. Sasha Fierce was the most talented actress, most talented performer in all of history. And Beyonce felt intimidated. She got scared and she kidnapped our girl and she took her from us in this world. Beyonce, you better bring her back. We don't want your subpar performances. We want Sasha Fierce. Coming in hot today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Langston Kerman. My guest today, she's furious at my suggestions about Beyonce and Sasha Fierce. She's already shaking her head at me with rage, and I'm so excited to be talking to her. You know her from Big Mouth. She's a new Missy. She's taking over the new Black Missy, a brand new Urban Missy. <laughs> You know her from writing on Dickinson. You know her from Comedy Central. She's so hilarious. Please give it up for my guest, Miss Ayo Adebari. Oh, hello. Oh, thank hey. you, guys. I'm really glad that we're recording this live um, uh-huh. in the middle of a, of a, of a Piggly Wiggly. Sure. <laughs> the middle of a seated Just in the Piggly bacon Wiggly. section uh-huh. of the Piggly Wiggly. There's a crowd. There's a crowd. There's a crowd. If there's a crowd, we get on that microphone. I'm singing, I'm dancing, I'm talking. <laughs> um, I don't want to say too much about the new season of Big Mouth, but um, new Urban Missy will only speak in jive, and it's really sure. exciting. <laughs> um, and it's really, really special. <laughs> they really they really nailed her voice this season. Just, just a lot of scatting. 
Yeah, <laughs> and what do black kids today relate to? And I said, well, Scooby Doo Bop Jive, man, I'll tell you what. And, and, and they listened. And they, they said, listened. you got the job. Get in that booth. <laughs> I said, thank you. Here I go. I have to admit, straight from the top, because this is important to talk about, your conspiracy okay, raw theory. emotional podcast. Let's go. Listen, I've got range. We take it high. We take it low. We do a few <laughs> scats, a few improvs on scats, and okay. then we get serious right after. Uh-huh. All right. I have to say that your conspiracy theory, when you texted it to me, uh-huh. was one that I did not immediately know was a conspiracy theory. Oh, good. That, <laughs> that I was like, no, nah, but that's that's just a fact. What are we talking about? Well, that's gonna, <laughs> I think that's going to be the heart of the discussion, if I'm going to be honest, because sure, uh, sure, sure, sure. we got some chatting to do about that's that. <laughs> All right. So you said to me, the, the uh-huh. conspiracy theory you sent my way, you said, my mama told me. Chemtrails make people go crazy and riot in the streets. Uh-huh. So that's what I know. And that's <laughs> and that's what's been told to me. Um sure. I'm from Boston, which is like a confusing place to be a black person. Mm-hmm. But it's also the place where like okay, random true fact, like environmental justice was like created. So I think yeah. there's this vibe of like oh, we know something's going on. We right. know. Oh, there's asbestos in the parks. I actually took a tour when I was like a high school student. I was like very into like social justice, and I mm-hmm. <laughs> I took like a social justice tour. I'm sure tour of Martin Boston. Luther King would love for you to say it that way every time. Well, I actually thought, well, his ghost actually haunted me on the door and slapped me in the face, and I said, okay, well, Al, first of all, went through me, went through me, gave me shivers, um, <laughs> and I said, why are you up here? I said, wait, wait a minute. How did ghosts travel this far? There's better places for you to be. (laughs) And he said, I took a ghost train. And I said, okay, all right. Well, enough about that. Uh, This is a long story, Is it too much bureaucracy, Martin? I got to tell this anecdote. (laughs) He said, wait a minute. I said, okay, I'm I'm moving on. Um, But I took a tour. And on the tour, they were like, fun fact, there's a park right over there in Dorchester that was shut down because asbestos was in the slides. And I was like, wait, I played in that park. (laughs) (laughs) That's my neighborhood. I said, nobody said why the why the park shut down. They just shut it down. Um, So that's sort of the vibe. Um, Mm -hmm. As a former person, I don't want to call myself in any way a Bostonian, but as a person who lived in Boston for a few years, Mm -hmm. I can agree that it's a weird mix of highly intellectual sort of like uh, peer-reviewed information yes. and then just bullshit townie stuff. Just nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> just Irish yep. Catholic, Black Cape Verdean, Vietnamese, yeah. working class nonsense. And the city is a mess because of it. But always up in the skies, you know, there's these planes and ooh, they're flying. And sort yeah. of like... Around this time, as I'm like becoming aware of things, chemtrails as an idea just sort of like it came into the frontal yep. lobes at some point. And I remember being with like my mom and like a few cousins and you know, friends who were just kind of like, hmm, these chemtrails, mm-hmm. they're dropping something. And I was like, <laughs> you know, what are you talking about? Because me, I'm like, I'm different. I go to a school where they force me to learn Latin. Like, I'm an intellectual. I'm like, right. there's no way. Ha ha. Put patooey sure. on that. Then, you know, you start asking questions. You're like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Like, what is going on? Why today sure. is everybody in the streets fighting? Is it the chemtrails? Right. And there's also this, like, iconic prince video there's so there's like before we even even get get into that before we get there you're you're moving fast and i love your energy but you take it back a notch god damn it you slow down relax man cool (laughs) brother (laughs) be cool job turkey uh okay before we even get that far i do want to say that for our audience at home we should explain what chemtrails are specifically okay so chemtrails as i understand them Uh and please jump in with your more clear definition if there is one chemtrails is sort of the fumes that come off of usually commercial airplanes right as they're flying over our heads and the theory is that those 
fumes are in fact intentionally placed there by the government to uh -huh. uh, waft over us and yes. lead to riots and sort of population control. Yeah. And so there's like regular planes, sure, but then in some planes, and that's the thing, you don't know what, there's like mm -hmm. chemical or biological agents and they can mess with your mind, mess with the weather, mess yep. with your body, mess with certain communities, specifically like black and brown or like working class, like poor communities. Right. They're, and we can't do anything because we're on yes. the ground. We're on the ground. <laughs> and like they're in idiots. the sky. And and we're in the sky. We're idiots like on gods. the ground. <laughs> Jumping one foot max. Sure. And that's the thing is that it's it, just like you said, the theory is, is that they're putting these chemicals in certain planes. Yes. But it's not clear which ones they're choosing. And uh -huh. it's very sort of random. Yes. Uh, at least seems random to us when, in fact, it's all government orchestrated yeah. for for our poisoning. And or for the control of the weather. Yes. You know, sometimes there will be like chemtrails or let's say like regular plane trails that, you know, stay longer mm -hmm. in the sky. And the scientists might say, oh, well, that's just that particular exhaust reaction with the weather or the humidity right. or the temperature of that specific area. My cousin Brian, chemtrails, <laughs> he says it's chemtrails. My, my, my cousin DJ, he goes, well, well that's chemtrails. I go, okay, DJ. I go, okay. He's like, listen, listen, listen. I hear your science, <laughs> but what you're not accounting for is the fact that I already know that's chemtrails. <laughs> what you're not accounting for is that I'm the person who showed you that video of that Jay-Z song being played backwards and saying 666, mm -hmm. murder, murder, Jesus. <laughs> So, 666, murder, murder, genius. So obviously that's Who's got the science? I, that's chemtrails. Right. <laughs> we don't need their fancy science when we have Jay-Z records backwards. Come on. Come it's on. very obvious. Okay. So now following the train that you were already setting us on, you said that you were originally inspired yes. to sort of like uh, talk about this from the Prince video that you caught. Yes. They were like on... Facebook, I like I remember that. Okay, mm -hmm. kid, uh, want to feel old now? Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're on. I remember it, like going, you know, big on Facebook, and this video of Prince talking and just being like, "Chemtrails are real." Yep. <laughs> Those are just general <laughs> Prince noises. And sure, that was a, I believe, his hair swooping uh -huh. and then a little, like, flare yeah. flying forward, mm -hmm. if I if I caught that yeah. correctly. from behind him, and that's just sort of, like, spiritual energetic. Maybe from his guitar that's laid off stage on the side somewhere. They For some of... reason, a little burst of purple oh, just, just happened in the room. One. Just a small <laughs> one. That's a noise. But um, there's this video of him where he very seriously is like, and obviously Prince, a man of science and perfect beliefs, um, sure. was like, you know, I believe in chemtrails. Chemtrails are real. Uh. And I know that. Not just because of the work of the illustrious Dick Gregory, but also because I was born and raised in Minnesota and there would be days where everybody's getting along in the neighborhood, everybody's hanging out. Then all of a sudden, mm -hmm. the plane goes over and a riot bursts out. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, okay, Prince. Okay, Mr. Raspberry Beret. He, he's talking to Tavis Smiley, unfortunately, Unf very canceled. Yeah. Tavis Smiley, which uh, Tavis didn't jump in at all to be like, hey, Prince, chill out on this one. He, and he we let should have ride. known he was a, not a, a reliable narrator from then, really. That's fair. <laughs> we should have known that Tavis had some ugly secrets by his willingness to let these chemtrails theories just like fly. But so he's talking to Tavis Smiley and he basically says that like when he was a kid in Minnesota, he would watch airplanes all the time. He'd be like, oh, sweet. That's an airplane. That's mm -hmm. tight. Mm -hmm. But then more and more airplanes, more and more trails of chemicals. And suddenly his neighborhood had fallen into Complete misery. Complete disarray. Chaos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just the, half the neighborhood on fire. Sure. Mm -hmm. According to Prince. And so when you watch this video and you hear possibly, I would argue, one of the most iconic figures in all of history say that he believes that these chemicals are leading to mm -hmm. riots in the streets. Mm -hmm. What is your reaction? I go, you OK. Believe? I go, you yeah. believe? <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> I, I was just like, well, something's going on. 
Sure. Something's something's happening. Um, and obviously, like, the man who is a full, like, tight pants wearing Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. He sort of has confusion <laughs> built into the brain. Sure, that's fair. It's like chemtrails are real. I really just just like, oh, a lot more people believe this than I realize. And I guess mm-hmm. upon like doing some also digging in, I mean, I don't know if this breaks the bounds of your podcast, but I realized like, oh, this isn't just like a black thing, which I kind of no, thought not at all. it was just because I guess I was raised around mostly black people <laughs> sure <laughs> and so then i go oh it's a black thing oh well living in boston is a black thing i go but um <laughs> man boston is a black ass city my mother man. like has horse blinders on my eyes she's like go 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 move move <laughs> man this is a black town boston massachusetts i feel black as hell awesome in the background mark Wahlberg fully beating up children of sure. color left and right um just knocking an asian man's eye out and uh, <laughs> just then going brutal. on to make beautiful music. i can't see it i can't see it so what am i supposed to do what am i supposed to do um fine acting career as well rewatch oh, boogie nights he's good in it career. bad guy good in boogie nights <laughs> listen if you haven't seen the happening go watch it mark Wahlberg stuns Folks, <laughs> if you have not seen the happening, folks, folks, you got to see the happening. Go to your nearest theater now. I tell you, <laughs> now it's sure. Is um, it playing at yeah. your theater? No, it's not. <laughs> no. But go see it anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I I thought it was like mostly a black thing, and then I was like, oh, there's oh, there's white people also in poor areas who like they got mm. jars. They got jars full of air. Yep. <laughs> and, the, and the air is a weird color. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> what's going on? Because the air is a weird color. Is it, I don't know. if uh, My air, my air is clear. The air in this <laughs> jar is not clear. So. His air is brown chunk. How does air go brown <laughs> chunk? <laughs> I would venture to guess that it's a poor person's interpretation of larger problems that they're probably seeing in their community mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah. there's already some smog because of a fucking steel factory or whatever evil thing that yes. some other person put up you don't know how to deal with the fact that the steel factory is there because they employ you or somebody you love mm-hmm. and so instead you just go man that airplane's trying to kill me dog i mean the half of the fights were probably people arguing whether or not it was chemtrails or uh-huh. you know the local plant like infecting the air and the water and that's probably right. the, the fight that got everybody going crazy sure there's one reasonable person in the neighborhood like, hey man, I actually think it's uh that capitalism We're fighting that's killing now. us. We're fighting now. <laughs> what the fuck did you say about my capitalism? I love my capitalism. I didn't say anything about your fucking capitalism, man. I didn't say nothing. Now we gotta fight. So you don't believe Prince, but you do believe potentially that something is happening. That there yeah. might be something more to these airplanes. I mean, but I think to the point of what you're saying and also the point of just like, we don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I think so much about like when you read a history book and you're like, ha ha, these idiots put leeches on their body. And like a right. hundred years from now, some kid on like a Mars colony is going to be like, ha ha, they used microwaves. You know, like there's right. there's right. things that are a part of our everyday <laughs> life right now that are absolutely psychotic and bad for us. Yes. And, and we don't know how or why. I mean, I'm drink I'm drinking uh, fluorescent sodas, you know? That uh-huh. can't be good for the bones. Um, no, not at all. When I was a kid, I used to go to the gas station every day and I would buy a, a big gulp of Mountain Dew just every single day because they were like a dollar at the time. Yeah, of course. And I'd, I'd get a dollar, I'd go buy a, a big gulp of Mountain Dew and it was free refills on that Mountain Dew. So I would go refill it Multiple four dues. or five times a day. Multiple and now, dues a day. And multiple dues a day, and now I can't touch my toes. And you can't convince me 
that those aren't related. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you mm-hmm. this. I used to be very athletic, very flexible, okay? Sure. Then, fifth grade, I started babysitting, and I started getting a little bit of pocket change. What I would do every yep. day after school was go to Burger King and get uh-huh. a five-piece <laughs> nugget and a soda because I could get that for $2. And yep. I started eating that every day. I didn't gain weight because I don't have the body that gains weight. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> end of the year, I tried to do a split, and my hips hurt so much in a way that is inexplicable. <laughs> I believe it is because of the nuggets. Sure. I believe it's because of the nuggets and that fluorescent sweet and sour sauce. What the that's, hell's in that? that? And that's absolutely correct. It was those nuggets. It, it did something to your joints and your bones yeah. that made them not joints and bones I'm anymore. never going to do a split again. No, it's just it's McDonald's meat in there from now on. And it, <laughs> it, it ain't built for splits. That's built for more nuggets. They that's outsourced it. the meat from me. It is from uh, another fast food restaurant. They're just swapping meat back and forth. It's a mess. Just taking your meat and replacing it. <sighs> it's a mess. Well, okay. So you do open your eyes up in yeah. a way, I guess, mm. is what I'm hearing, to the possibility that there's sort of like more conspiracy happening in the world. Uh-huh. 100%. Even if it's not this. Even if it's not exactly that. But it opens us to like more conspiracy of that and also like... This brand of like Hotep spiracy, where it's like you know, mm-hmm. brother sharing like Dick Gregory videos betwixt each other. It's yeah, this old man just being right. like, and I'll tell you what. <laughs> and it's like, oh well, this this isn't right. I know this isn't right. You're a hundred. <laughs> First of all, killer Dick Gregory impression. Thank you. I I think you nailed it. But I do. It is. It's a hard thing, and especially as a comic. <laughs> Where it's like Dick Gregory is a a very iconic figure in the space of comedy. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like he's an important Mm -hmm. person, but it's also an old man just getting old and saying old stuff. And so you're balancing like, all right, how do I respectfully say that this old motherfucker is wrong? Right. That he he just isn't nailing it anymore. No. And it's like. Thank you, sir, for what you did. Mm-hmm. I believe you did it. I believe yep. <laughs> I believe you did it. You take, take the victory lap. You don't have to say anything new anymore. I wasn't around for it, but I hear you did great stuff. <laughs> I I love what I've heard that you do. But maybe just sit this one out, Playboy. Sit this one out. Just hang out. For produce. You. Just produce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. This is a Dick Gregory production. This is a... <laughs> This is a dick joint. You know what I mean? Let's go with a dick joint. (laughs) You know a dick joint when you see it. It, Oh, if Dick Gregory would have started calling his production dick pics. Oh, Oh, come on. Oh, come come on. on. Okay, he's a multi-hyphen then. It's a dick pic. And then you you watch a real serious movie about chemtrails. Oh, man. Wow. If only we had more time. <laughs> right. If only we had more time. I pray to God those chemicals they're dropping bring him back to life so that we can start <laughs> producing sprinkling dick over his grave. <laughs> the Just magic shiny him. drop that brings him back to life. <laughs> Bust just, through his casket. Oh, they burst through the earth, and Dick Gregory gets to make. He doesn't want to bite heads and like murder people. No. He just wants to make. Dick I'm picks. back, and I want to produce. God damn it! <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a break, and we'll be back with more Iowa debris and more. My mama told me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. 
Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. If tonight's movie night is just what you need, make it special with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. And we are back. Have you ever had a dream that that you um you had you you would you could you do you would you want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything? Yeah, and we're back. We're back here with That's more I.O. Every that was dope, right? <laughs> that that goes. <laughs> Listen, play that in the club, when DJ. The beat drops, y'all playing? Ooh, I'm absolutely. I'm getting the knee brace back out. Sure. <laughs> the ACL you is can't do the splits no more. No, but I could. I could break a few other things. That's for sure. I get the knees going crazy. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's why I play it. I want to see the knees go crazy. One of the beat drops. That's cold. When he just. Yeah. When he just. And you ever. And you. And you. And you what? Uh, with the, with the, uh, 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 you know. He hey. He's the champ, and I hope he's doing okay, because that video was recorded in, like, it had to be, like, uh, 1995. Yeah. And uh, it, it, there's no way this hasn't negatively affected his life. Nah. So I hope he's okay. I hope he's all right, doing the best he can with what he's got. Right. You're you're a meme for the rest of your life, and maybe you're lucky enough that people don't recognize you and, and treat you with any sort of, like, malice or... Maybe you have to write that on your job applications and address it with everyone you meet. Langston? Yep. Is he you? <laughs> I, that was, I was a lot lighter when I was a baby. Was, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, kids my, that go from blonde to brunette. Well, that was me, but all over. <laughs> my hair was fine. Fine as silk. And uh, <laughs> I'm ashamed of what I said. <laughs> And I just wish you all would give me the space to work it out. Well, what is a podcast if not that? Uh, it's probably a desperate call for uh, attention. But, you know, we'll figure out which one. <laughs> By the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> we will solve many problems, including that one. Okay, let's talk research. I did some research on chemtrails that I want us to sort of unpack together and feel free to jump in, disagree, disregard anything that I'm saying Mm -hmm. or presenting to you. So what people are calling chemtrails is actually something called contrails, which uh, comes from the word condensation, which is just the warm exhaust uh, mixing with cold temperatures to form trails of vapor in the sky, right? Mm -hmm. And then along with that vapor, uh, the the chemtrail element of it is people assuming that that vapor, because of how long it stays in the sky or the distance that it sort of covers, is mm-hmm. associated with some sort of like chemical attack from the government. Yes. So to your earlier point, many of the theorists, theorists, I should know the word. I'm, I wrote it down. I just can't <laughs> say it on account of my speech impediment. But the theorists oh. believe that it's the a chemicals good one, le- it's a yeah, you know makes- <laughs> out of all the speech impediments you could get it's not the worst it's not the worst and it humanizes you in a way that i think is good sure <laughs> <laughs> otherwise how could you ever relate with me <laughs> so a lot of the arguments sort of claim that these chemicals lead to either violence or control in the weather and there's a video i watched of this dude talking to a news reporter where he collected some of the chemtrails in a jar and claimed that those chemicals, those specific chemicals he had found in the jar were responsible for a tornado that came through his town like a week (laughs) before. Mm -hmm. 
the chemicals were collected, essentially. Mm-hmm. I go, well, how'd you catch that? How'd you catch that right. here? I'm also like, if there was wind blowing a little bit early and you just caught stuff, you know, right. you just got junk. Maybe some of it is junk. Um, yep. There probably are also, too, like, some experiments where people are trying to, like, control weather. I don't know if it is for, like, tornadoes as much as maybe trying to get places where it's very dry and arid that needs rain. Like, you know, get the clouds a little bit, feel a little bit horny, you know? Yeah. Or <laughs> Get those clouds horny. Get, get those them, clouds wet. Get them wet. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. I think what you're referring to is something that often is conflated with chemtrails, which is something called geoengineering or okay. albedo I want you to uh, keep going, but I will just say, as somebody who was at one time training to be a teacher and did some mm-hmm. student teaching, and you who has a history in education, I love yep. that you made a teaching moment. And it felt very <laughs> organic. And I went, wait, yeah, I do love to learn. <laughs> wait, maybe Shakespeare and Biggie Smalls are the same. Yeah, I'm listening, Teach. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I might switch my hat from backwards to forwards. You're spitting, Teach. Let's go. <laughs> I'm going to take off my drug-selling hat and put on my listening hat. Because, Teach, you got my ear. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Uh, Maybe this hoodlum cap would look better as a graduation cap. Yeesh, Teach. <laughs> Oh, Captain Knife, Rick and I tell you what. <laughs> so the geoengineering is, in fact, a real science. Solar geoengineering specifically is where they work to create technologies that might enable people to, like, add materials to the atmosphere mm-hmm. as a technique of reflecting the sunlight back to space mm-hmm. and, like, partially reduce climate change or the accumulation of greenhouse gases okay huh so it is sort of right rooted in a real science it just isn't at all connected to airplanes or chemicals falling from the sky i mean this is sort of like okay chemtrails honestly can i say they, they're kind of like early fake news where it's like okay uh-huh. there's a news nugget there's something in here that's true but this has been so warped by like bad information and people not totally understanding something and like yep. screenshotting and resharing this until it's absolutely burnt crispy fried at the edges yes it's it's just a game of like very dumb telephone uh-huh or dangerous telephone even because people are basically just taking this story and then running with it in the wrong direction wow and so, even to your point about the geoengineering, one mm-hmm. of the things that scientists say is that geoengineering, although it is technically a science that people are studying, it's not something they're even studying in a public space yet. Right. Like, they don't put it out in the air because of the risk that, like, putting something in the atmosphere mm-hmm. might actually have very dangerous negative effects mm-hmm. on the population or the planet as a whole. Wow. So it's not real. So what's in the guy's jars? (laughs) And that's the question. So one of the things that he found in his jar and one of the things that people keep pointing to as a cause for the thing that we're worried about, which is like all these fights and and weird uh, effects on the community, is people claim that they in every jar that they sort of collect are extreme amounts of barium. Uh Uh-huh. Barium which apparently causes a person to experience breathing difficulties, increased blood pressure, heart rhythm changes, stomach irritation, muscle weakness changes as in nerve reflexes. It just basically fucks up your body uh, Uh and potentially your brain as well. I feel like if most metals that you eat, if you eat it, it will do that. Yes. It's not like you can eat some metal and it's like, and it's oh, that's a good, good metal. Oh, that's a good metal. Well, that's a good yeah. metal. 
That's what you want. What you need is a little bit of pluto. That you need some some harder, softer metals in your body. Oh, well, you got that all them hard, hard metals. No, don't worry. I, I've got a guy. He'll give you some great metals. I've got some boron, some bromine for you. Yeah, don't worry. It'll fix you right up. They're just serving like metal on a charcuterie board that's also made of metal. Listen, I don't know what assistant at Goop that's trying to get a promotion is listening to this. So yep. we're giving a free idea right now. <laughs> oh no, Gwyneth Paltrow is a fan. She's a regular uh she's listener. shaving that down sprinkling that on some gelato you know what i'm saying mm. <laughs> <laughs> some low fat gelato that's gwyneth, gwyneth wants that <laughs> gwyneth already on that so you got to get those medals and that gelato and she knows where the best medals and the she best knows. gelato is in the city it's not her fault if she knows <laughs> it's not her fault she's just telling you what she knows why are you all so mad at her because she's sharing hard facts that she knows from out in the world hard facts which are things that she knows because she heard it somewhere <laughs> and because she's a reliable source why would any of us question Gwyneth Paltrow sorry that her website's good sorry you're mad that she's got a good layout mm-hmm you're mad that she used to fuck that dude from Coldplay. Huh. You jealous. You jealous. And you ain't letting her shine. <laughs> yeah, you can say they're cheesy now, but I know we were all boffing the yellow. You haven't uh, <laughs> welled up to yellow. You're lying. You're lying to me. <laughs> if you're going to tell me the scientist didn't bring a tear to you're your eye. You're telling me you watched that music video. You saw him go backwards. He walked and you were backwards cold. for you were, a whole minute. Your eyes were dry. And this was before TikTok. This was before we knew that he walked regular and then they just played it backwards. This was this was it. groundbreaking entertainment. He had to learn the whole song, all the lyrics backwards. That's come on. Yep. That's hard to do. Chris Martin, the backwards god, Chris Martin. We love him. <laughs> backwards god. <laughs> all hail. <laughs> okay, so one of the other things that they connect to these metals that we're talking about, right? Mm. The claim is, and this is where the metals sort of get complicated for people, is that they're claiming that the metals are also sort of like coated with microorganisms and nanotechnology, which are able to bore into the skin, leading to the fighting and the uproar in your community. There's something so specific about like, poor fear of nanotechnology yes <laughs> there's something really specific and i and it links with christianity as well because i mean my biggest figure as a child was having a chip in me sure. and <laughs> obviously the chip would be the mark of the devil um or something to control my mind and you know uh -huh. uh, is that in the bible no but it, but the bible's poetry right and so you translate yep. and <laughs> and you apply to your life what is true and i said ah oh, microchip and, right uh, even <laughs> the devil now, in you the devil has uh grown the mm -hmm. devil has has evolved yes yes, yes. microchips uh, of course well he's a shapeshifter and obviously is able yes. to adapt to the modern age uh, much more easily than um any angel, some might say, but uh, sure. <laughs> just don't say that. No, that's not me. It's not me. It's what some might say, and obviously sure. I'm quoting in the way that. Well, that's one how might. they get you. Uh -huh. <laughs> but um, even now, like when I see a news story that's like guy puts microchip in body to get into house, I like, you know, I shiver really quickly. Yep. Even as I like don't go to church anymore, and I go, Father God, you know, obviously it's been a right. while. Just in case, <laughs> sort of, you and I have anything that we need to work out, I just want to say yeah. hello and hope there, that that suffices. There is that stuff that, like, I get it. I, you know, religion obviously is an allegory and like it isn't like hard based fact necessarily. And some people treat it that way. But there is mm -hmm. stuff that like human beings do where I'm like, all right, dog, that's a sin. That's a sin against yeah. nature. That's not that's not what God wanted for us. Elon Musk, leave that. Yeah, leave no. that pig alone. That's, why would you put a chip in a Just leave it pig? alone, Elon. That's wrong. That is wrong. That's not nice. No, whenever somebody <laughs> says something like even slightly offensive to me, I go, well, so sad they're going to hell. They're going to burn eternally. That sucks for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess they made a deal with oh, the devil. Oh, you don't so. love this six-minute stand-up set that I, that I did? Oops, whoops, heard you're going to hell forever. <laughs> Just what I heard. That's that's what they're saying. That's I what I heard. I don't know. I'm, just I'm not here to judge. I'm just reading. Listen, we can be your ear to the street. 
But yeah, so people are claiming that this nanotechnology, these microorganisms and nanotech is one of the ways you can tell that it's nanotech. This is a claim <laughs> is that it causes a skin condition called Morgolans, huh. Morgolan, something. I don't know. Lord of the Rings sort yeah. of <laughs> messes <Right>. that. <laughs> Mordor. You get Mordor in your skin. You get Mordor skin. condition. Uh-huh. Uh, but so this Morgulon's condition causes uh, lesions and rashes on your skin, yeah. which uh, people are claiming is sort of like, as you would put it, the mark of the devil. It's the mark of uh-huh. like these raining or, you know, microorganisms falling from the sky. Right. And there is probably just, again, like another sort of explanation. I mean, I mean, hey, listen, you know, who's to say where we are in 100 years? But there probably is something to like somebody having sores and itching and then walking around yeah. someplace that is, you know, not super developed or clean or you know have has good air or water quality or whatever stuff's getting in their skin right i would i would argue that uh drinking flint water is uh that might probably give you, that might give you morgulans that might do the morgulans trick that, that you're worried not, about that might not be the sky that might be the news yeah. that we know <laughs> about what's there, going on yeah we we can see some of the stuff that probably is causing our skin conditions. Yeah. I eat McDonald's three times a week. If I got a skin condition, it's probably that <laughs> that you know what I mean it's I it's that, that that did that to me. It wasn't fucking you know raining particles from the air. oh my God, so with that, yes, uh one of the ways that they say that you can help prevent the risk of morgulons or risk of these microorganisms attacking you. And this was one of my favorite parts of the research. Some theorists claim that you can use strong magnets to pull the nanotechnology out of your out blood. Out of your skin? That's right. That like you basically That's surround... a cut scene from Ex Machina. That's, I yeah. saw that in a movie. <laughs> That's in the Matrix. That's the Matrix. Uh-huh. Was there? There was no magnets. Did they there use magnets? There was a thing with a bug where they found the bug. Oh, that's right. You're right. I forgot that you're a uh, Matrix historian, and I I shouldn't have dared. <laughs> I spent your money knowledge. on that degree. <laughs> I spent my money. I'm gonna flaunt where I can. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I didn't go to four years of Matrix college to have you <laughs> to dismiss be disrespected it. like this on your podcast. How dare I? I went to phoenixuniversity.edu <laughs> slash matrix for four years. <laughs> I earned my degree. I earned it, goddammit. I love the idea that the professor just calls himself Morpheus 2. That's Morpheus 2. He knows. He's not disrespectful. He no, knows that there is he a knows different who Morpheus. He is, and he knows, he knows what he represents as well. I support it. Sending a really nervous email. Hi, um, Professor Morpheus. Too. I just wanted to uh, check in. Um, you know, as the middle of the semester is approaching, and obviously, I've done my best. Um, but things have been really difficult, as the landline phones near my apartment have all been taken by the government, and so sure. I've just been having a hard time doing the homework. I hope you won't, you know, look against me in that regard. Um, thank you so much. Um, I love th- this semester. Eighteen exclamation points. <laughs> And then he just writes back, the work is the work. You get a f- <laughs> If you don't show up, you fail. I don't know. He hacks my email <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and fails me immediately. So here's where it gets even more fascinating because I found myself asking the question, what is the real goal of these riots? What's the mm. real want here on the part of the government? Because I can't imagine mm-hmm. that just like the streets burning right. is their intention. Right. And so a lot of people connect it to this thing called HARP, this program. High frequency active oral research program, HARP, right? Which basically was developed okay. by the U.S. military as a tool for the study of ionosphere for the movement of like radio communications and surveillance. So okay. they're basically, the government is saying, like, we want to improve our ability 
to like use satellites to surveil our enemies uh -huh. wherever they may be and like connect with like you know everything and we are going to like study how to make the ionosphere a little more like penetrable if that makes sense mm. and then everybody claims that that study is bullshit and that's actually them putting together like the equipment for poisoning us interesting yeah i mean like because I think, too, of, like, the Prince allegory where he was saying that the issue is is when there's harmony in these areas that's, like, that are poorer or seem like they're going to have some sort of, like, you know, community or uh, financial gain or upward more mobility or stability. And it's, like, capitalism only works when people are under the boot. Like, it only works mm -hmm. if there is um, – are, there are people who can be suppressed and oppressed and can be, like – churned in this machine and yeah so to like sow seeds of discord is to make sure it works and to make sure that the people who are supposed to be on the bottom for whatever reason like stay there yeah and so also it's that thing like i don't know aaron brockovich vibes where it's like don't learn about what is gonna hurt you or, or else or else we're hurt yeah. we're, or, or else we'll hurt you right um, that yeah i i think you're you're making two excellent points here mm -hmm. that like even if there's a possibility that uh, not even a possibility if we're even agreeing that chemtrails in fact are not real right that right. this is just sort of an absurd interpretation of what is what's actually real and a what, normal you know. real thing mm -hmm. what it does do effectively is create chaos emotionally for the people who either believe it or don't believe it yeah and keeps people in a position of sort of like suffering or victimhood mm -hmm. at the hands of yes. the government right that you can't really beat and then in that way it's like its own interpretation of what's real you, you know what mm -hmm. i mean like that there is truth in that and in what's happening too yeah, I, I would argue that I think that's where the government is at its strongest mm -hmm. is when they can just convince us some they don't even have to spend the money to send yeah. airplanes with chemicals in them. They could just convince us there's chemicals in the airplane because mm -hmm. we can't prove them wrong. wrong. Ever. No. Yeah, ever. <laughs> and anybody who even suggests that it's wrong is, is you get called crazy. Yep. Or um, or a fucking op. You're either crazy or you're a part of the problem. Oh, also, that... and two perfect places to be. Yeah, <laughs> right. I love being called either crazy or an op. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it's it's just a wild sort of like a middle ground, and mm -hmm. even so, so following that sort of connection of people being called crazy, right. or connected to the police or or mm -hmm. the uh, powers that be. Yeah. Every scientist who refutes this naturally. Naturally, scientists all over the world are saying, no. you guys are being ridiculous. This isn't a thing. Mm -hmm. They say like, well, even if you think that this is real, it would be unreasonable to think that an entire organization would be able to fill these planes with these chemicals mm -hmm. and nobody snitches. Right. Like nobody ever like steps outside and is like, hey, bro, they're poisoning you, mm -hmm. which has never happened in the history of the planet. Right. Like the amount of work and energy mm -hmm. you would have to put to get people to all agree that poisoning the planet is OK. Right. And, and, and not tell anyone they love mm -hmm. is impossible. It's kind of wild. Yeah. Unless. Mm -hmm. Those scientists are being told otherwise. Unless. So that's how they get you. That's how they get you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. We're going to take another break and then we'll be back with more I.O. Debris and more My Mama Told Me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. 
AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. If tonight's movie night is just what you need, make it special with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. And we are back. We're back. We're back with more Io and Debbie. We're back with more My Mama Told Me. <laughs> We're having a great time talking about these skim trails and the crazy that it spawns, it births yeah. in our community, both right and wrong. Mm. That that's was a my, journey. That's one of my favorite drops that I've ever uh, thought of. And uh, our producer, Nick, who is uh, a kind man and a, a very patient human being. And has needs been... to be arrested. Yeah. <laughs> Abolish the police, but arrest Nick for that. <laughs> right before you get kicked out, police, arrest Nick. <laughs> Just real for... quick, before, as we tidy things up, please. <laughs> I've got what? something to report. Let that be your last piece of paperwork, officer, is just uh, arresting Nick and sending him to jail. <laughs> okay, we're going to play a game. I have a, a very fun game that this is a, a new segment that I call uh, Millionaires Say the Darndest Things. Hello? Stay on this phone and don't hang out for me. I have plenty of energy to drive over there. You understand me? And I will! Okay, this is a fun game called Millionaires Say the Darndest Things in which I want to read to you mm -hmm. some uh, celebrity quotes on the issue of chemtrails and mm -hmm. their conspiracy theories around it. Things that they've posted, things that they've sort of retweeted, things that they've claimed. And I would love for you to just unpack why these iconic figures, and this is really an homage to your podcast, Iconography, where, where I would love for you to really just unpack Langston, you treat me well. You treat me well. I like to plug. I like to plug. I like to plug, and it's a wonderful podcast, and I want people to listen to it, but they better listen to my shit first, and that's why we plug it in the middle, right? Okay. <laughs> well, yes, sneak it in there. We make them, we make them earn it. <laughs> listen to us talk, then you earn the plug. Then you earn the plug. But so I would love for you to unpack why you think these icons have chosen to spread the conspiracy theory that they've chosen to spread. Mm -hmm, Does that mm -hmm. make sense? I think I'm up for the task. Hell yeah. So the first one comes from Queen Kylie Jenner. Oh, perfect. Kylie Jenner in 2015, she posted on Twitter and she still hasn't taken it down. Uh, she says, let's ask ourselves. Why did I see 75 planes spraying white stuff on my 15-minute drive to work? Who pays for this and why is it happening? Is something being exterminated here? Incredible. Is that something me? Does that have anything to do with why honeybees are dying off really fast? Okay. Why are some days normal with no planes spraying and others like this? Who's responsible? What effect will this have on our health and our children's future? Who the fuck thought this was a good idea? Am I the only one who sees this? Oh, my God. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, wait. Also, this was like, you said 2015? 2015, that's right. Old body Kylie. 
Wow. Oh, I mean, old <laughs> everything, really. And also apparently old brain that still had ridges in it. Yeah. Those are many sentences. Hey, she went off. I wonder if this is pre her realizing things. Remember that? Remember that when everybody loved that? When she went, oh. I'm realizing things? Yeah, that was, I think you're referring to when she, like, tried cereal for the first time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she had, like, a few uh, revelations mm -hmm. around very basic human experiences. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, what this really says to me, right, is that she's a thinker, and she's yes. um, constantly questioning, learning, growing, um, mm -hmm. you know, combating the ideas that we are supposed to know. I'm obsessed yep. with... I mean, let's ask ourselves, she, she, she poses. It's not about the self, it's about the community. She mm -hmm. brings all of us in and says, you know, everybody here, you, <laughs> the bystander, you, Mr. Mailman, you, Mr. Trash Collector, all yep. Miss Nurse, let's ask ourselves, why did I, why did I, me, <laughs> on a 15-minute drive see 75 planes, am I... Near an airport, sure. <laughs> because I saw seventy-five planes in the sky. Do I? Do I literally have private jets flying onto my giant property? Maybe. Is there or a plane convention in town sinister. this weekend? Because I saw seventy-five planes in fifteen minutes. Have I accidentally landed in a war zone? Uh -huh. Did I forget that I'm in a war zone, and that's why I saw seventy-five planes? And work is that I'm in the military now. <laughs> is this 1945 and I'm in Soviet territory? Is that what's happening? Or chemtrails? She's asking perfect questions. One Is something being exterminated, I think? Oh, mm -hmm. you know, when, oh, when I go, oh, there might be a little mouse, maybe a little bumpy crawly creepy in my apartment. Time to call 75 planes. Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> oh, that's what I do. So she's the thinker is what you're saying. She's the thinker. And I, I looked up the post and I'm also seeing, okay, she goes, honeybees, apostrophe S. Mm -hmm. She's saying, who's is responsible? Who's <laughs> is responsible with a C? You know, I should, <laughs> I should note that I, uh, I cleaned it up you quite cleaned a bit. It up. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't exactly, she was typing frantically, I assume, because right. of how upset well, she was. And how many planes were flying so close to her <laughs> and also low as well, I'm assuming. <laughs> she had fumes, to get it out quick. The fumes were getting in her brain. They were <laughs> melting things. She had to get this out quickly. So well, the grammar chips went were in out her the eyes. window. The chips were uh, landing in her eyes, so she couldn't really see things very clearly as she was typing. And that's why her skin looks weird now, I think, is because of the microorganisms yeah. that have people, burned people her. People don't realize she hasn't been getting fillers, and her lips no. haven't been getting done. It's it's um, the after effects <laughs> of mongonolas. Um, mung, <laughs> <laughs> Those are just nanochips, baby. That's oh, the, sweetie, you getting, got nanochips in your lips. She's getting thick from them nanochips. That's not science. Them nanochips. nanochips are building up in her ass and her face. <laughs> Oh, baby, you got nanochip ass. That's oh, all that's baby. happening to you. <laughs> baby, you look beautiful, but those are nanochips in your ass. My long social justice posts on Instagram where I'm like, we must stop glorifying nanochip ass. <laughs> <laughs> no more. <laughs> You're like promoting body positivity while simultaneously body also shaming. supporting. Yeah. Yep. Body I shaming a woman and, and su supporting um, chemtrails. Chemtrails. <laughs> well, and I'm that's a, a multi-hyphenate, and I do a lot at the same time, and I won't apologize for it. That's what we call the trifecta, and I, I hear you. In this business? Absolutely. All right, let me read you another fun one. Uh, this one comes from uh, Hayden Panettiere. You know oh, her. Yeah, from uh, Heroes. From, uh, from Heroes fame. That's right. Hayden. She also was... Uh, in that movie, what is it? Skater Boys. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh -huh. I just pulled up her IMDb. She was in something called Skater Boys. Oh, she I was in figured. Racing Stripes. Anybody remember that? The movie about the zebra whose biggest dream was to become a racing horse? I like didn't know that. Like Biscuit. Pretty bad. No, Pretty bad. That's, that's not great. Uh, zebras are noticeably smaller than racing horses. I don't know how that will work, but because maybe it that's had, what the film Because is it about. believed. Duh, uh, Langston. I thought you idiot. were intelligent. No, I'm an idiot. But okay, so Hayden writes. And Box this Office is a... smashed that movie, I tell you what. <laughs> 
folks. You got to see it. After you see the happening, go see Racing Stripes. A lot of theaters will do it as a double feature. You just got to yep. ask. <laughs> you got to ask. You got to work up the secret movie venue. <laughs> that's the trick is you have to ask ahead of time. I'd like People to see that happening. People are afraid to advocate for themselves. I say, hey, I want my double feature. I want it now. You know what I want. I want the happening in Racing Stripes. <laughs> One after the other. I'll expect my uh, half cherry, half blue raspberry icy in the seat when I walk in. Thank you very much. (laughs) And obviously, I will not be mixing the flavors. I'll enjoy one for one film and one for the other. One for the other. Mm -hmm. What do you think I am? (laughs) Where do you think I was raised? I was born and raised in the blackest town on earth, Boston, Massachusetts. (laughs) You watch your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Hayden writes... What the heck are they spraying over us? It's been happening for years, but only this extreme for the past few months. Monkey emoji with his hands over his mouth. Uh, It's about the, well, the emoji's good. She's tasting something and she's saying no more. Mm -hmm. I I love the, like, I just like that it is a call to action. That it is, like, so everybody's been seeing this, right? Yep. So we all know. It's like, I'm just like you regular folk. There's mm-hmm. stuff in the sky, and I gotta ask. <laughs> I'm fed up. We're all fed up. Let's make some choices. Let's make some choices now. I hope it didn't impact. I hope it didn't impact her acting on on heroes. I hope she felt safe and comfortable on set and wasn't, you know, didn't mm. have that perfect role destroyed by the fear of chemtrails really well i will say this is a tweet from uh twenty seventeen so mm, post heroes. Uh, it, it was post heroes and <laughs> well, she's free to tweet. She's 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 available to tweet at that I, time. I love the idea that she was on set of heroes, sort of holding all of this in until they finally gave her the freedom to unleash those tweets. You know, mm-hmm. I just love the idea of like her, like you know, she just like moved closer to an airport, <laughs> seeing stuff, and she's like, "Well, they're spraying things on me again." <laughs> Yeah, they're spraying things on me again. Her career is getting worse, so she's forced to move closer to an airport. And then simultaneously, she's building more conspiracy Or it's getting better, so she wants to be closer. We don't know yet. We don't know. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of anybody, uh, their career getting so much better that they live by the airport. (laughs) You didn't hear Bill Murray famously has that voicemail that you can only leave things on and he lives in a um, hotel, uh, motel. One of those ones that uh, flight attendants stay in. Yeah, he lives in it's that. Just, and you can uh, Bill, only call him on a landline. Bill line. Murray and Hayden Panettiere are the only ones that have the success to live by the airport. Mm, mm. Okay, I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna Hayden. read you one more. I'm gonna read you okay. one more fun one, and then uh, I hope she's well. <laughs> I'm thinking about her. Right. I think she's okay. We gotta get a hero's reboot on Peacock for her. <laughs> she needs something to stay busy. She can't be looking at the sky anymore. Yeah, that's fair. It's bad for actors to look at the sky. No, nah, we don't need them looking up there. Focus on these lines. Read these sides. <laughs> okay, this last quote comes from uh, Billy Corgan. Do you know Billy Corgan? Oh, I do. Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins. Right. Billy Corgan, who dated Tila Tequila. So we've already got this information of a working genius. Hell yeah, he knows. And I'm ready for. He knows what's more. what. And uh, so Billy Corgan says, "This is from September 2010, September 16th, five days after the celebration or uh, memory of 9/11." Billy Corgan had this. He said, "Hopefully they won't chemtrail us all to death tonight before the big rock show." LOL. I just love poison raining down. So fun. Okay, elevating the art form by using it as a verb, first uh-huh. of all. <laughs> wow. After the big rock show. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Billy Corgan had a big show that evening. And and he was like, oh, I know they're coming to get me. Listen, he's not denying the possibility that, that we'll eventually die. He just doesn't want us to die before the big rock show. So true. So brave of him as well. (laughs) Listen, the government's going to kill us. Billy Corgan already knows this. He's willing to laugh it off, but not before his big rock show. No, I never. Billy Corgan is like so deeply confusing as a person. Mm -hmm. And he's like so like he has so many opinions and yet they all amount to much. Yeah. None of them are built with a, a sturdy backing. No. He's like part Catholic, part Buddhist. 
He has met shapeshifters before. Mm-hmm. Obviously, once again, just have to say again, dated um, now famously, you know, famously bisexual Nazi with tequila. <laughs> Blue-eyed. Get you a woman who can do both, okay? <laughs> Blue-eyed devil, not naturally, Tila tequila. No. <laughs> so, you know, it's, um, we're operating on a high frequency here. He's a man who understands there, there are elements of the inexplicable mm-hmm. in life, right? And so to have him point out chemtrails i think i say thank you sir i tip my hat to thank you, you billy corgan mr corgan yeah. baldest man alive perhaps <laughs> this doesn't make me thank feel you. weird about your music at all this actually at all i feel awesome perfect still listening to your songs i feel really really good listening to 1975 i don't care how <laughs> why should i you're normal <laughs> well what the heck you're normal what the heck you're normal billy corgan i think <laughs> 1979 also I said five I do that it's okay I, I mean my that. listeners uh. will never forgive you but it it happens and, <laughs> uh, and you burn black people who listen <laughs> to the smashing pumpkins which there are and Janelle James is proof okay hell yeah you and Janelle that's about it but they exist <laughs> and they're both mad at me <laughs> me and Janelle well, I, I think we did it. I wow. think we did the whole thing. Thank you so we much. We did a whole podcast. Yeah, you were great. This was so much fun. Could you tell the people where they can find you? What cool stuff yeah. you have coming? Yeah, I can. Uh, my uh, socials are all at Iowadebri. Um, so you can find me there. My name is spelled like it's probably spelled on the podcast. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you need me to spell it? Just let me know if you do. <laughs> but quickly, because I'm about to not spell Please, it. Please call in um, now if you need her to spell it. <laughs> quick, quick. <laughs> ah, nobody's called. Damn. Um, and, um, uh, yeah, I'm working on a few shows. And so uh, if, if stuff pops up, then I'll post it there. Okay. I got little dumb videos and whatever. I don't know. And my podcast, Iconography, that you can listen to wherever you also listen to podcasts. So, here, unless you downloaded this from LimeWire or some such site. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's me and my friend Olivia, uh, who is a genius, and we interview really funny, cool, smart people about icons to them, and we have fun conversations. And one day, Langston, I'd love to have you on the podcast. Wow. This, so this is why we podcast, folks. For the big ask, for the big opportunities that get thrown back at us. What an honor. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, thank you, Io. I would love to be on that podcast. I would love to be on Iconography because it's a fantastic podcast and you're a fantastic podcast host. And I appreciate you for doing my podcast. One more time, ladies and gentlemen, for Io Adebari, everybody. That's the people cheering for you, and this you can. I love you all. I love you all in this piggly wiggly, <laughs> and I'm and we're all gonna cough in each other's mouths right now. <laughs> and thank you for listening. You can follow me at Langston Kerman on all the social media, and uh, be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. And if you have anything that you would like to send us, be it artwork, be it music, be it drops, be it. Oh, voice memos. I would love to hear your voice and potentially conspiracy theories that you yourself have either believed or experienced. Please send them to mymamapod at gmail.com. That's mymamapod at gmail.com. Be well. Bye. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. 
Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, watch it now on digital, rated R. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.